0: hello and welcome to the jonathan bell show this is a show documenting my journey after quitting my nine-to-five job to pursue a career being a creative thank you for tuning in what's up folks have another interview today we have liana and joe and they make uh she said destroy comics how are you folks doing today
1: Great. Good. Pretty
0: good. Well, that's good. Really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you let everyone know what your comic is about?
1: Sure. Um, what was. It? Well, basically, it's a science
2: fantasy sort of comic. It's a bit of a Sailor Moon meets like Final Fantasy by way of Star Wars, if you will. <laughs> It's um, yeah, it, it's it takes stuff that's a little familiar, like uh, the pagan gods, the Morgan and Bridget, and uh, puts them really far into the future with space colonies and space castles and witches and, um, yeah, that, that's a uh, a good idea. What would you add to that, Leona? Um,
3: I would say it's kind of like... An anime and comic nerd stream, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you played like RPGs. As
0: oh, good. Okay. And stuff, so. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. which which one of you does which role for your series?
3: I'm the writer. Yeah, and I'm the artist. Yeah, and we're the co-creators.
0: So. Okay, yeah. so uh, what what was the day, or how did you folks come about? Um, and how did you come up with the title? She said, Destroy. And, like, pretty much what was the birth of this baby for you?
2: All right. So, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, Beth Remmels. Like, I think it was in, like, yeah, like January of 2018. And we were talking about how you know, the, the Morrigan in pop culture, you know, she shows up a lot in different things. And uh, she's always like a bad guy or like usually like a two-dimensional kind of figure. Um, and when we were talking about it, it was like, why doesn't anyone ever show her in either a more uh, positive light or maybe not as like a villain uh, since, you know, the death isn't necessarily a bad guy, it, you know, it's, it represents more than that. So that got me thinking, and that's sort of how this idea came about. And then it was like, okay, well, if I want to do something where the Morgan's a hero, who's going to be the antagonist of this? And then what made the most sense to me was, was Bridget, um, for me, I I was looking at it like, you know, just looking through some of the other pagan gods, and and what really stuck out to me with Bridget was how you had St. Bridget you know, centuries ago, like Ireland, you know, coming through Catholicism, and I thought what would be interesting is to play up these sort of characters as so Morrigan is this sort of steadfast, true character, and Bridget's this character who's willing to, you know, sacrifice everything she believes in for survival. And and I thought those two would play really well together. And she said Destroy said, you know, um, <laughs> the idea for the title was a bit... Um, yeah, I thought it was a good title uh, when I was doing it that was just very like you know very direct sort of like in your face sort of you know title I'm, I'm also a big fan of uh, a lot of goth music from the 80s and there's a song titled uh, She Said Destroy from uh, Death in June which is uh, a band I'm really into so <laughs> So that's sort of how a lot of that came together. And then Liana, if I'm remembering this right, was kind of around uh, February into March in 2018 when we, we started talking about this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even remember directly what brought yeah. it up. We well, had already, we'd already <laughs> been talking a bit because we met at Forbidden Planet in person for the mind signing.
3: Yeah, a couple months before
2: that, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we had started talking uh, a bit more. Uh, I was the co-editor on mine, and Liana had a story in that written by uh, Pat Shan. And, um, you know, so we ended up talking from there. And and for some reason, Liana was the only artist I, I brought this up idea to and uh she was into it and it was through that that we kind of started to get to know each other having the same taste it was kind of like a a a gamble but in terms of like jrpgs and and a lot of that stuff like that's you know i was kind of just like throwing these ideas around and and Liana was like i uh, like those things too <laughs> yeah that's true like for i guess for like co-creating
3: stuff a lot of people usually have like this really strong relationship before they do stuff like that and when joe approached me i was like um this sounds amazing and i'm totally into it and it sounds like almost kind of like free reign before all the the ideas were formed of Um, like artistic direction and Joe was like yeah this sounds great that sounds great that looks good this looks good and so things just kind of you know spun from there.
0: Now Liana I'm looking at your at your pin tweet here on Twitter and I got to say the colors that you use for your work how do you what is the inspiration for your color palettes here because they are amazing. Oh
3: thank you um Joe is talking about, like, 80s goth music. I also really am into 80s music in general. Also 80s goth music, industrial and stuff like that. Um, And I would say 80s, 90s era uh, inspired colors. Um, And I have a lot of influences in comics as well. So Uh, anything super bright and saturated, I'm down for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it, it definitely, definitely works. Now, for anybody out there that might be trying to co create something together, what are some hurdles, if any, or challenges that you've both had to kind of go through working together to get this thing off the ground?
3: I think that, uh, you know, what's working for Joe and I is we talk every day. Even if it's just to check in, um, Joe checks in with me just to see how I'm doing which is great. And I think sometimes that'll bring up great work things that you didn't quite realize. Like, um, you know, like even before this call, he was like, Oh, we have like this stuff scheduled, but maybe in between we can like get ahead and work on these other things early. So that way, and I was like, Oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, this is perfect. Um, yep. but for me definitely is the checking in every day and it makes you build a stronger relationship and, you know, gives you a really good form of communication that you wouldn't maybe otherwise have and we tend to call each other a lot too so yeah yeah i i mean communication is is key
2: that's always been really important to me and um for other people out there who might be listening that are trying to work on creator own stuff especially when it's collaborating between at least one other person uh, this hasn't been an issue for, for Liana and I, but I, I've worked on other, you know, creator own things and, and work with other people. And one of the most important things is, like, knowing when to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you nitpick every little thing, you're going to lower the morale of the whole team and the book's going to suffer.
3: Yeah, You know, like, not everything, it
2: not, not every single thing is going to be 100% what you thought about it in your head. Whether you were the writer, the artist, the colorist, the letterer, it's not all going to match exactly 100%. You know, maybe rarely, but you have to just be, like, willing to... You know, go with the flow, willing to see something that maybe wasn't in your head, but like go with it and see like the positives of that and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, and again, I'm really lucky in this situation that there really hasn't been anything she said destroy that was like, you know, well, what do we do instead or like having to pick any fights, but. But overall, yeah, definitely, you know, pick your battles and communicate.
3: And trust your collaborators because yes. they might have better ideas than you have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> trust your collaborators and trust your editor. Yes. And and Adrian's big things. <laughs> yes. A- Adrian is excellent. And for people doing creator owns, if you're either self publishing or you're working with a
0: publisher that doesn't have an editor attached to your project, you know, like a, an image sort of situation. Oh, wait, wait. First of all, so what situation are you two in? We're, we are lucky to be working with Vault
2: Comics, and uh, mm-hmm. they have an editor who, <clears throat> you know, Adrian sort of edits the line, and mm-hmm. he's, he's very good. He'll have notes, and you know, take the time to talk on the phone and and go over stuff. And
3: we're kind of lucky. Yeah. Our entire team, the entire vault team, is kind of yeah. collaborative in that sense. Like if you're if you want to like reach out to them and be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? They actually all put their input, and you know, they're all really supportive.
1: Um, not just yeah. Adrian. So, but Adrian oh, has sure. been, you know, very awesome.
3: So.
2: Yeah. And and, uh, another thing with, you know, Adrian, which also goes to like being a a good editor is, you know, a good editor will work with you to make your idea better, not put their ideas in it. You, You know, they're not trying to tell their story through you. They're trying to make your story the best story it can be you know, and, you know, he he's worked close with us in terms of, like, figuring out, like, you know, not just, like, designs for some things, like, with him and, and Tim Daniel, who's excellent at, at that stuff, but also, you know, figuring out pacing and, like, going in and being like, well, you know, this might work better if you finish this on this page and the next page introduce this, and, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, that stuff is excellent, and going back to what I I, I was saying, with creator-owned stuff, if you're in that situation where you're self-publishing, or you're working with a publisher, like, you know, image that doesn't assign, you know, an editor to you or anything like that, and you have to do that on your end, you have to work with an editor. You have to. So many people like. Well, we hear it all the time, you know, you know like Twitter and, and different conversations about needing to value like the colorist and the letterer, which are both super important. Yes, but you also have to add the editor, and a lot of, of people like if you're working for the big two or some of these other publishers, like it, it's a it's a given you're you're working with an editor you know anything that's like work for hire or something like that uh, but, for some, for, but
1: for like self-published stuff it's like you need an editor you can't cheap out on that you can't be like if you don't think you have the money for an editor get the money, get the money or find someone that wants to
3: invest back in you as well and like offer them ip or you know try to do whatever you can to find somebody just as invested in you and your story To, so, mm-hmm. like joe said to make it better like they don't you'll find an editor that doesn't care about their vision but that cares about your vision specifically and yeah. that's what they're there to do which is great well that's
0: awesome so yeah. just joe since you write and, Chiu, right, and- do you, have, do you two kind of bounce off each other? Like, do you have an idea and then she'll draw it? Or do sometimes she'll have like an idea and draw and then you write to it? Or is it strictly one way before the other?
1: The, the
2: way we've been doing it with the scripts, I mean, Liana has all the outlines. So she, she knows more or less gist of it and how the story overarching is going to go then I write the individual script and before I get notes from Adrian or anything like that, I, I, before I send it to him, I, I make sure to you know, I'll do it on a Google Doc so I can just easily share it with Liana and she can put in her notes she can, you know, look it over if there's something confusing we'll talk about it if she has an idea on a visual, she can put that in, you know, but I tend to write
1: pretty, pretty complete scripts. Like I tend, the way this has worked
2: is every page, before I get into the panels, I write up a description of the whole page. Like this is what happens on this page. okay. After that, I go into each individual panel and roughly the size and placement of the panel, the description and dialogue, if any, in the panel. So it's so yes, yeah, so it's a pretty complete sort of script, but I'm always open to you know any changes that might be needed or if there's a better way to do it I've never really thought on anything in, in terms of like if Yoliana know, is putting something together like there, there have been pages where you will know, figure out a, a better layout and and that's fine that's that's never been an issue uh so so yeah that's usually how I, I put the scripts together
0: okay and this comes out in May right Yes, Mm -hmm. May 29th, but it's in previews right now, so please,
2: yes, so I'm going to do that thing where I'm going to look up the the code so we have it here and can say it, but, you know, it's, um, what was it, it is available that Wednesday, May 29th. So make sure.
0: And what it how how uh how are you folks going about to promote it? I'm sure you're gonna have to maybe not have to, but are you doing the whole con run? Are you like since you're co creators, how are you both way. gonna tackle getting the word out?
3: We've been recently talking about this a lot. Yeah. Uh, because Emerald City, one of the biggest conventions, is coming up here next month, and um, we have a lot of press to do uh, there. Oh, I'm actually going to be at that, uh, so I might get to meet you, too, oh, in real awesome. life. Awesome. Yeah, we love <laughs> it. be that. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I was
0: just looking at Airbnbs uh, an hour ago from over there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
3: um, we think that we might uh do a little you know road trip action and do some signings at some shops we were considering. Yeah. Um and we have a whole bunch of cons coming up this year. Um Chicago, C2E2, uh, I'm going to and I know that Joe goes to nycc every year, so um, Yeah, so so I'll be there. A lot of good opportunities.
2: Uh, yeah, there's uh what else is Cradle Con here which is the first weekend in in june on long island and uh, the book will be out by then so that i'll i'll probably do that and, and promote the book there i mean i also what was it, we have uh escape pod comics out here has always been very supportive
1: of vault comics uh here on long island in huntington so i'll definitely hit them
2: up and yeah um, at, at some point I'm sure Liana will be back in the New York City area. We'll promote the book at one of the many stores in in the city. Um, you, you know, Liana has her local comic book shop in Memphis, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then there's uh, Memphis
3: Comics Expo, right? Yeah, Memphis Comics Ex- Expo is going to be um, two weeks after New York Comic Con as well. I think that we're trying to like jam-pack our year full
2: of conventions and, you know, visiting Yeah. so... Yeah, and, um, you know, we'll definitely, you know, want to try to hit up, like, you know, like, I'd love to do some stuff in, like, Chicago. Um, there's a a great store, I I mean, there's a bunch of great stores in Philly, but there's, um, you know, a, a store in Philly, we did, a a mine signing for last year I'm blanking on the name of it sorry it's the one that's also a coffee shop oh jeez but yes I
0: forgot it but but no it's a great store Um, so from the moment that you two kind of birthed your idea fast forward to today what has been your oh crap this is real moment
3: having that I think that's yeah the I think the when we the, dropped yesterday I definitely was like uh, okay <laughs> yeah
2: I, I mean I think the biggest one for probably for both of us was um the Newsarama article going up mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago I think was like the big like oh this is like now because that's when we could like talk about it with everyone oh, oh
3: yeah yeah that's true
2: because, like, you know, like,
3: you, we couldn't
2: talk about it publicly, you know. A, a few people we knew had, like, an idea of what was going on. But, like, because um, we got a little bit of that when Vault had, I think it was Super Bowl Sunday, February 3rd, where they dropped, like, a little, like... Uh, it's
3: like a sort of, Netflix yeah.
2: teaser, kind of. Yeah, a little bit cool. like a Netflix teaser, yeah, where they were talking about their upcoming titles and that, you know, they hinted at our books. So, like, you know, it was starting up with that. But yeah, like, the Newsarama article was really the big
1: push that was like, oh, this is happening. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Where can people find you online?
3: I'm uh, at Leanna Kangas on all of my uh, social media. It's L-I-A-N-A-K-A-N-G-A-S. My DMs are always open to aspiring comic creators. Uh, I definitely would love to help out anyone, just because Joe has, uh, you know, he's been like that with me, as well as, like, some of our peers who's really helped us. So. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I'm... At Joe Corallo on Twitter, so it's Joe J O E C O
2: R A L L O, and then on Instagram, I'm at Corallo Joe, so it's just the two words flipped. But, but yeah, so you can find me on on
1: those two sites.
0: Okay, and I'm just gonna ask you to one more thing, um, a piece. I'm sure you get a lot of questions about how to do this or that since you're you know, you have this new book coming out with a comic shop. So of all the different DMs and questions that you get, uh, which which piece of advice would you give out of all the questions? If you just could say like one thing that kind of sums up the majority of what people ask you. This one's pretty
3: easy for me. Um, for I, I get a lot of... Um... Questions from creators asking, like, how to start and, like, how to pitch books and stuff like that, which is generally, like, kind of a vague question just because there's so many steps in all of it. Um, the answer is always make comics and start creating your network. Like, you're joining up in the ranks with your friends, and you're gonna have a ton of uh, people that you admire, and they will sometimes, like, helpful on Twitter and like you can get advice from them and it's amazing but your closest and best support system are gonna be your peers Mm -hmm. and that has been incredibly helpful I think for both Joe and I Um, we could not have done what we've been doing without help Um, you know like Vita introduced me to Adrian one of our friends Vita Ayala Um, they introduced me to Adrian at San Diego and without that face-to-face contact you know I would have felt like we were pitching blindly um, yeah. and you know, uh, do whatever you can for those friends too,
1: because you just help each other, you know? Yeah. No, well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, like that's more or less what I would also say, but yeah, networking, that face-to-face networking is so important. It's so important for people to know who you are. And
2: I know people who have been trying to break into comics for a while, but if you isolate yourself and you're not going out there, you're not introducing yourself and people don't know who you are, they're not going to know who you are. Like no one is, no one is sitting around at home waiting for you to be known and be a quantity and be successful you have to go out there and scream at the top of your lungs until people notice. And even if
1: you can't get a table at certain conventions or this and that,
2: it's like if there are enough conventions around that, like if you have a do it, you know, if you live, if you're, if you live in a big enough area, You know, like uh, New York, Chicago, Philly, Boston, L.A., Seattle, where there is stuff going on, go to it. You you know, and, and, yeah, you just have to put yourself out there so so people know who you are.
0: So it's not not an osmosis thing. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that
1: happens,
2: too. There are so many times, like... You know, like, Leon and I will be talking about something, and then just be like, have you heard of so-and-so, and, and all, every time, it's always like, yeah, that does sound familiar, what'd they do, and you look it up, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know, I met them at this show, or this show, it's like, you, you need to be in people's minds, or people aren't going to think of you when opportunities come up.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes perfect you, you know? sense.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Well. And that's a balance because then you know you, you can't like you, you don't harass people either. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it can be the other way around, where you're just like, "Hey, editor, whose email I found on a forum? Why aren't you answering?" Like, don't do that either. But let you it be know, organic. yeah, but organic.
3: Know.
2: <laughs> you know, have some social grace. Be humble about it.
3: It's an exact science. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. And lastly, lastly where did you uh did you find the link for your preview so I could put that on? Or you could say like where what website can people go to check out the preview for your comic book? It's in previews world. So the previews world which is where they do all the diamond ordering
2: through stores. And um, if they they look up Vault or you look up She Said Destroy on the website, Previews World, you'll find it. And uh, the code to preorder is MAR192091
0: for cover A and 2 at the end instead for the variant cover. Okay, awesome, uh, and yeah. Liana and Joe, I just want to say thank you so much for deciding to come on and talk about your your baby, <laughs> and letting everybody letting everybody know the process and what it takes. Kind of working with two different people because honestly, some of the people I've been talking to so far, they have uh, you know they've just been doing everything themselves. So it's it's nice to see another well that or they're the inker, they're the artist there. You know they're doing all the hats, so it's it's nice to get a perspective of what oh, it's wow. like to talk to somebody that's working in a you know a whole it's a whole different field of mindset. Yeah, yeah. So thank that's you, what I thank say. you so much again for uh, having us on. By the way, oh, yes. well, thank you for agreeing to well want to be on the show in the first place. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: we definitely have to meet at Emerald City. <laughs> yeah,
0: I will. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll probably shoot. One or two of you both to email uh, around that time and figure out where you're going to be at in Artist Alley. All right. Well, thank you very much again. I hope I hope you two have a good rest of the day.
1: You. Yeah, stay warm. <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. try.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. Thanks. That was Liana and Joe, and they are the co-creators of "She Said Destroy." type, she said, destroy in your Google tab or, you know, search engine, and you could see what
1: they are all about. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next episode.